This is Gene Lance on the Workers Beat Extra. Ho, 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 everybody. I don't know what the seasons and the end of the year means to everybody else, but it means to me time to start thinking about the kinds of work that we're going to be doing next, what comes up as the new year dawns. We just, at our last meeting last week, my organization, the Texas Alliance for Retired Americans, reviewed the campaigns that we've already started. We started one new one, and we took a look at what's what we think will be coming up. I think that our organization faces pretty much the same thing that a lot of progressive organizations face, so it might be of interest to you. Our new campaign will be to fight for pensions with COLA. COLA, of course, is cost of living allowance. People are going to get a very nice COLA raise on Social Security in January, and they're going to wish that if they have another pension, they're going to wish that that pension had COLA on it. But the truth is, not very many do. I think postal employees do, and I think some of the train employees do, but not very many have any kind of protection against inflation. So we're going to join with some of the unions that are fighting for pensions with COLA and try to make it a more general fight for everybody. We know that Texas state employees and the Texas school employees are both going to be asking the legislature to pass something to put COLA on their pensions. And we're going to be backing them, of course. But we, as a general organization representing retirees, we're going to fight to get everybody involved in this, in this struggle. We ordered 500 buttons that say, Demand Pensions with COLA, TexasRetiredAmericans.org. And that's our new campaign. We always have to mess around with a bunch of national campaigns. Things keep coming up in the National Congress. And our national organization, the Alliance for Retired Americans, always wants to pull all of their states in. And we always back them. So that will be our job in 2023, just as it always is. We fight a lot of battles that aren't related to the unions and not necessarily related in an immediate sense to pensions, social security, and health care, which are our main issues. Civil rights may be one of the things that interests us. We are currently showing a tremendous video on Medicare and civil rights, and we may have a webinar on that probably in, in January. January the 2nd, of course, we'll begin to push for people in Texas to get their applications for vote by mail. Here in Texas, if you get your application in on January 2nd, you can vote by mail in every election, every runoff, and every oddball election that comes up during the whole year throughout the state of Texas. But somebody has to get you to get a application and the sooner you do it, the better. So we'll be pushing that on January 2nd. About January 15th or 16th after MLK Day, the legislature will begin. We usually say things like, tremble in fear, people of Texas, 
your legislature is in session because they have passed such awful things for so long. Our legislature will, will give us plenty of work to do just defending ourselves. There, part of the work on legislative work is lobby days. And we are usually, in the Texas Alliance for Retired Americans, we are usually able to join in with somebody else that's going to have a lobby day. Either one of the state legislators that we like, one of the ones we supported, or possibly the uh, school employees union. They always used to have a lobby day, and they may have uh, one this coming year. And we can usually join in with that. The state employees usually have a lobby day. We don't actually know because they haven't set those dates yet. But our attitude in the Texas Alliance for Retired Americans is this. If we can go with somebody else and join forces and be more effective, we'll do that. Otherwise, we're going to do it on our own. We'll set our own lobby day. We're going to have a lobby day one way or the other because... You really have to work to get around the Texas legislature when they're in session. We'll always do solidarity efforts just as we've been doing them. Last Friday, we really acquitted ourselves nicely with the Dallas chapter. We went over and marched with the striking Fort Worth News Guild employees. These are journalists. These news guilds, there's a bunch of news guilds around the country organized by the Communication Workers of America. And we went to their march on Friday. We had already had speakers at our retiree meetings. We had already raised a couple of hundred bucks for them in cash. And we, uh, we brought eight people over to their march and it looked good. I think they were kind of surprised to see us old gray-headed and bald-headed people show up for a march, but we did, and uh, they were very, very, very appreciative. After the march, we went out for hamburgers together, and the retirees each picked one of the strikers to buy their lunch for them. So we made another little contribution that way. We do a lot of solidarity efforts. We also have to keep up our own our old drives, things that we've been doing for years, especially expanding Medicaid. Texas, I think, was the first state to refuse millions of free federal dollars to expand Medicaid. Now, Medicaid means a great deal to seniors, especially because when people get old, they start running out of money, and if they don't have Medicaid, they don't have a chance of going into assisted living or anything in their final years. So Medicaid means a great deal to seniors. I think it was 12 years ago they passed the Affordable Care Act. Texas was offered a chance to get free federal money in the millions to expand Medicaid. They didn't do it just out of spite, just to be ugly. And so we're on that struggle with them. I was very pleased on uh, yesterday when the Dallas Morning News came out and I saw that I had a letter to the editor published, it's, this is what it said. It said, thanks for running a story about hospitalizations and COVID risk for seniors. 
in your newspaper. Thanks for running this story with the dreadful statistics about COVID-19 deaths for seniors. The seniors' percentage of dying from COVID-19 keeps rising. I believe Medicaid is the only resort for seniors who have run out of money. But Texas still hasn't taken the virtually free federal money that would alleviate the problem. Here's hoping the coming legislature will override the governor's political posturing on this life-or-death situation, Gene Lance, Dallas. I was particularly pleased that they ran this letter to the editor because it's sort of a kickoff for us to remind everybody that even though this is an old issue in Texas, it's one that we cannot give up on. We have to keep hammering on it. It's a matter of life or death. I'm so proud of Tara, the Texas Alliance for Retired Americans, and the work that we do. One of our campaigns is going on right now. I usually run this campaign from Thanksgiving to MLK Day, and that's our membership fund drive. I try to get people to join. I try to get people to become contacts to give us their information. I try to get them to pay a $10 a year dues. And I ask larger organizations, especially unions, if they're willing to finance us. That's the membership fund drive that goes on at the end and beginning of every year. And I'm pleased to announce that today I got an email from our treasurer and she had four checks, pictures of four checks, three $10 checks for three new members and one check for $1,000. So our membership fund drive got ahead today by $1,030. We got a long way to go on that. It won't be over till MLK day. And the money usually doesn't come in until maybe uh, March or April. I'm so proud of the work that we did in 2022, especially on the elections and especially in overcoming voter suppression in Texas. We did a fabulous job. And I expect to do even more better progressive things next year. We will kick ass. And we have a lot of ass to kick. This is Gene Lance on the Workers Beat Extra.